everyone, and welcome back to another episode of CQP Moments. As always, I'm your host, the Coupon Queen Pen. Guys, oh my goodness, you know, we all have that moment where we just want to, well, I can't say moment, because we always want to look our best and be our best, and you know, and we've talked about everything from fashion to makeup and We're going back to hair. So, my next guest is going to tell us why. So, let's take a moment out and I'll be right back with Mina. So, guys, I am here with Mina Skumachi. And we're always talking about looking our best, being our best. But she has a product that helps us do just that. So, Mina, please introduce yourself to my listeners. Hi, everybody. My name is Mina Skumachi. I developed a new product to give women the volume that they crave, um, kind of a blowout look, the look that they get in the salon, blowout, but you're able to duplicate it at home. So I'm happy to be here speaking with Shonda. We've been uh, with Queen Pin and we are, you know, I could talk to you a little bit more about my product and if you have uh, interested in learning about it, I'd be happy to, you know, tell you anything more you need to know. Okay. So here's a question because, you know, for women, hair is everything. You know, I think from little girls, we love, you know, braiding our doll's hair, playing with it, brushing it, doing everything, just trying to figure out what to do and all kinds of crazy things from like putting barrettes and all kinds of products and, you know, whatever in the doll's hair. And then at some point, I think we transition from that to, you know, becoming teenagers and doing our own hair. But what was your turning point in saying, you know what, hair is where I really want to make a business? Yes. So I forgot so much of that. So I've been a stylist for over 30 years. I enjoyed, like you said, doing hair as a kid Um, in middle school or no, actually started in high school. I would, my friends, my brave friends would let me cut their hair. I always paid attention to how um, a hairstylist cut my hair and, you know, duplicated it to my friends and knew I wanted to go to BB school and went. And like I said, I've been out for over 30 years. And um, for most of that, t- most of my career, I've uh, been uh, a booth renter, had my own suite for most of the time. And over the years, experimented with different products, uh, different brands, worked for certain brands. Um, love styling hair, love making women look and feel great um, and giving them my tips and tricks on how to do it at home. Cause I can give you the best haircut, but if you're not styling it, you know, to its full potential or, you know, the, the way it should be styled, it's not going to show off your great cut. So that's why I try to always educate all my clients, my friends, anybody that wants to learn, um, about how to make your hair um, look good, feel good, um, even, you know, 
what products to use to get, you know, the most volume. Because I, I created um, classical rollers. So using my rollers along with wet products, like meaning um, if you have curly hair, straightening gels, volumizing sprays, and all the above, um, along with my rollers, you could get tremendous volume. Um, I'm not sure if all your listeners are familiar with Velcro rollers. They came out, I believe, in the 1950s. And nobody, there's nothing really else out there that, you know, since that, besides, you know, there's hot rollers and sponge right. rollers and that. Right. But the Velcro rollers didn't really change much. No. Um, and what I noticed in the last maybe 10, 15 years, um, a lot of stylists were using brushes to set hair. Meaning, um, as we're blowing out your hair, a client's hair with a round brush, we were leaving them in the hair to cool. So you're using a warm to hot dryer to dry it out, uh, to dry your hair. But if you're um, just dry it and leave it, it'll just be flatter. But if you're leaving a brush in there, it'll set, cool off the form of a round brush. And that's where you get some wave and tons uh -huh. of volume. Tons about it, yes. So I thought, you know, as a stylist being in a booth, I thought, wow, there's just, you need about a dozen. If you're going to do a whole head of hair, I guess, you know, also depending on length and density, you might need about a dozen to fill a whole head. So I thought, wow, if I'm going to have to have 12 brushes on hand. And then I might have to have different diameters for shorter hair, smaller diameter brushes. Right, right. Mid, you know, medium hair, more of a mid-sized barrel, and then obviously longer hair, a larger barrel. And I thought that's just a lot of brushes to keep in hand in my, you know, in my suite, my little studio. So I thought there's got to be a better way. And I thought, well, let me try to create a roller that looks like a round brush without a handle. So basically, I created these rollers. Um, they're, they come in six different sizes. They're one and a quarter inch up to three inches in um, diameter. Um, they are made, well, they're four inches in length. So most of the uh, Velcro, or they call them self-stick uh, rollers on the market, are two and a half inches in length. I'm I mimic the barrel of a brush. So they're four okay. inches in length. So it's kind of nice. You could grab bigger sections. Um, so they're four inches in length and I made them with 100% boar bristle. And that was really important to me to do that because nylon bristles can be very um, damaging to the hair. So while you're blowing your hair out, especially fine hair, I have very fine hair. So um, if I'm blowing, I'm pulling, and, I'm, and I have curly hair. So as I'm trying to give a little bit of tension to smooth out the hair and blow it out, if you pull too hard, the hair, when it's wet, acts like a rubber band. It stretches, and it could snap, and that's what causes breakage. Boar bristles, on the other hand, are more smoothing. Um, and the way I constructed the rollers um, they're kind of spread out. Some most more bristle brushes, you don't see they're, if you're looking. Yeah, they're close together, aren't right. they? Right, exactly. So when you're looking at it, you can't see the barrel of the brush. So my rollers, they have ventilation holes, so that's great for cooling. And the bristles, the bristles are spread apart. So in doing so, 
um, having that spread apart, it grips better. So that was my two, one of the two things I wanted the most. I wanted them to be less, uh, not as heavy as like a, a round brush. And then I want, well, three things I should say. I wanted to have more bristles, but I wanted them to grip as best as possible. Um, because um, certain board bristle brushes, because they're so compact and um, they don't, they just literally lay over the top and smooth hair where I wanted them to be able to grip better. So depending on length or hair, you could put some of the crown may not even need a clip. Um, but around the perimeter or longer hair, you could put a little clip in there, but at least it's gripping around the roller the whole time versus uh, other rollers. It's just kind of wrapping and not really gripping onto anything, if that makes any sense. So um, yeah, I've been really happy with how they came out. Uh, I had my first working prototype a few years ago and was excited to finally find a manufacturer. That was a little hard. Um, so the boar bristles are not, they're literally from boar hair, from boar animals. They literally shave right. boar. And unfortunately they do not, harvest board bristles in the u.s so i had to look overseas oh wow they, i, I never yeah. knew that so there there are no none none of them are ever done from american boards no no because they don't yeah they don't harvest it they don't shave the boards here yeah so you have to um they're overseas so after you know it took me a while to find somebody um to manufacture them and i was excited um to get them i mean they worked right off the bat i you know, didn't really have to do much tweaking as far as like um, the gripping of that. I was really happy right off the bat um, with uh, my manufacturer. So um, yeah, I just, you know, I try, I'm working on doing some more tutorials. I have actually a daughter that's a senior in high school and she has a class called internship and she is going to be helping me do those social media tutorials, TikTok, right. Instagram. Because, um, you know, these young kids, they're really good with editing videos and that. She just tells mm -hmm. me what to do and I do it. And um, so I'm going to be, uh, you know, showing a lot more ways to use the rollers, you know. So be, stay tuned for that. Wow. So, okay. So how long was it for you to transfer over and decide well hey this is what i'm seeing in the salon this is what's working to let's make these rollers okay good question so um i grew up with my uncle was the first entrepreneur I know and a couple of his friends and my whole life I thought you know this is something I want to do I want to be an entrepreneur I want to work for myself and especially even doing hair I've been on my own for most of my career so basically I book my own clients in the salon um you know get my own inventory and you know it's just my business um whether I was in a suite by myself or in a, a big salon, uh, just paying rent. Um, I've always loved working for myself. So when I saw there was nothing out there, I thought, you know, I wanted to create it because I want to, you know, for it more like for myself, like I want a better tool to get the look that I'm 
craving, you know, that I want. And then when I started seeing, you know, the stylist doing that with the brushes, I thought, now I can't just keep this to myself. I have to share this with everybody. So I'm like, wow, now I could really extend, you know, my, you know, be multi, what do they call it? Um, uh, multiple, I don't know what not, there was, I can't think of the right word, something, um, the serialpreneur, that's it. Right. A serial entrepreneur. Yeah. Thank you. So I thought this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to share my creation with everybody. And just, I love um, being able to, uh, like I said, share what my passion, what I love and tips um, with everybody else. So that's why it was just easy. I guess to answer the, the short answer, I gave you the long answer. The short answer is it was easy for me to transition because I was kind of already, I was already an entrepreneur having my own business as far as the salon goes. Now I'm actually, now I have this business with my rollers, which eventually I'd like to expand and do a wet line as well. So um, I, I, you know, experimented with so many different brands. I think pretty much every brand that I can think of um, over the last 30 years. And, you know, I have a few favorites from certain brands and certain um like few favorite like straightening gels and volumizing sprays, excuse me, texturizing sprays and dry shampoos and all that stuff. And I thought, but some of them I'm like, oh, I, I wish this was a little bit more like this, a little thicker, a little bit. Um, the aerosol was a little bit um, more airier. And I thought, wow, maybe I'll expand into doing my own wet line and just kind of perfect or change some of the, my favorite products that are out in the market right now. Wow. So you were really like going for the full gambit here. Yeah. I mean, you know, in in this industry, you have to be kind of on top of things forward thinking ahead because you can't, you know, you're die if you just stay in the same place. Well, I think everything in life, you're always got to think ahead. I mean, we live in the moment, obviously, but you got to also plan for the future and, um, and everything's always evolving. You know, hair is evolving, um, fashion, everything's evolving, and you kind of got to stay on top of it. Very true, very to true. Be to be relevant or anything. That's you know? true. So, yeah. question. You made, can anyone use the your Classy Pearl? Like, is this just something, because, you know, sometimes we go to the beauty supply store and it'll say, you know, for professional use. So is this something that you're opening up to everyone or is this something that just other hairstylists or beauticians or, you know, can use? Yeah, no, that's a great question. So basically um, when I was um, trying to execute my marketing plan or, or you know, what I, which, which audience I was going to go for directly, you know, just, B2B, like hit the beauty supply stores and deal with the professionals or B2C to the direct to the consumer. And I was kind of trying to do that simultaneously. And unfortunately, with the pandemic, um, a lot of uh, big beauty supply, big box beauty supply stores weren't taking on new brands um, because a lot of unfortunately salons had closed um, you know, we were closed for a while, but um, here in Illinois, we were closed for two months in 2020, um, April and May, or part of April, uh, part of March even, April and May. And in um, other parts of the country, like California, I think they had been closed for six months. So I fortunately, 
unfortunately, a lot of the salons just never reopened. So anyway, that's why I was going to concentrate on more the um, direct to consumer. So like I was saying with my daughter, I want to do how to videos. I want to sell to everybody to use them like everyday woman. I want you to be able to duplicate your salon look at home. So as far as right now, they were being sold on my website. Anybody can purchase them. Um, and we offered, um, you know, specials, um, for, uh, different, um, occasions. Um, we do have some specials there and, um, yeah, so sort for everybody to use, um, not, they're not just going to be sold to professionals. No. Again, the long answer of your short, of that's the long answer. Your short <laughs> answer is no, it's for everybody. I mean, yes, it's for everybody, not just hairdressers. Perfect. Perfect. Not a problem. So, okay. Now I've noticed you say, you know, using with heat and setting with heat. Is this something that someone can use when they're, because I know a lot of people that are not fans of heat on their hair, heat drying, mm -hmm. you know, flat ironing, all that stuff. So is this something that a person can use when they're air drying their hair? Yes, absolutely. So it just would take longer, obviously. You know what I mean? Um, you could totally set your hair and let it dry. Um, depending on the density of your hair or the length of your hair, it might take a while to dry, but definitely. And when you're doing it from damp or wet, you're able to get more curl or wave when you're doing because these can be also used on dry hair. Or like I also I love it on second day hair. So for instance, mm. I only wash my hair twice a week. I'm a big fan of dry shampoo. I just, like I said, I had fine, I have fine hair, so I don't um, like to use heat all the time, you know, whether, you know, with the blow dryer, even though I use heat protecting products, which I extremely are extremely important, important. I tell all my clients and friends, always make sure you use a heat protecting product on hair when you're using heat, whether it be a blow dryer, curling iron, flat iron, you want to protect the hair. Um, but um, so you're, you know, to answer your question, yes, you could use no heat. It might take a little while to dry and you'll get more wave from that um, because it's like a traditional way of setting hair because you're doing wet hair. You put a, a like some kind of gel lotion um, in your hair and it'll dry kind of like crunchy, like traditional rollers and you brush it out. And that's how you get, you know, the wave and the curl um, with that, depending on, like I said, the length and the density of your hair. Um, but also, you don't always have to blow dry it as well, too. So um, as far as blow drying it while it's wet, you could also do, I know you said it's heat, but a curling iron, what I do with second day hair, I use some dry shampoo in my hair and I grab sections and I will curl a section with a big barrel curling iron just real quick. Um, I don't like hold it down. I just wrap it around. So it's just a little bit heated. And then I wrap the roller in right off the bat. And so it's warm while it's sitting on the roller. So it cools that way. So the main thing is letting your hair cool while it's wrapped around the roller. So you can get that volume there. Um, or, you know, even if you use a curling iron, if you want to just grab it, uh, while it's dry, grab sections and spray it with hairspray and wrap it down. And typically I'll just hit it, hit it with heat to set the hairspray, but that too, you could let the hairspray dry, 
but even if I do hit it with heat, it's like a couple of seconds to dry the hairspray. And then I actually do a cool shot with the hairspray to let it cool down and take them out. And that's where you get a lot of volume as well. And I, you know, sometimes you don't even have to do your whole head. Okay. You just do like the people like the top um, uh, crown of their hair, the back the back top section of their hair, you could do what we call in the hairdressing business is like a mohawk section. So just down the center of your head, you could grab three rollers and set them with hairspray and um, wrap them, hit them, you know, let the hairspray dry, whether you hit it real quick with a dryer and then let it cool, whether you put makeup on and let it sit or you just hit it with a cool shot, take them out and just get tons of volume, even just on the top if you want. Wow. I, you know, the funny thing, I never even knew, I, I knew it was like the crown of your head, but I never even knew like there was like a whole thing, like the mohawk section. I, I think that's my new favorite term now. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> my, when I was telling my daughter, she's like, mom, people don't know what that means. Mohawk section. I go, hairdressers do, but I know people know what a mohawk looks like. Right. So if you know what a mohawk looks like, you'll know what a mohawk section is. It's just down the center of your head, from the front, from your forehead to the back of your head. So the whole top of your head, wow. you just do one row. One row is that mohawk section. Yeah, that's all it is. It's nothing fancy, but yeah. It gives people a visual, you know, without having to look at a how-to or tutorial. It gives people a visual. Now I have had, I've heard it said and, and I, I've ex I experienced this myself, but I think a lot of people don't know. And is that sometimes your hair isn't the same density all over. Oh, yeah, that's true. And as we age, we lose some density as well, unfortunately. Um, my hair was kind of fine, but uh, I always had a lot of it. And now it's fine and not as much of it. And yes, I do find uh, some people may be thinner on top. Just like men, unfortunately, women might get a little thinner on top than um, the sides and back, for instance. Um, and, you know, to be honest, though, even with finer hair, you could you could get volume sometimes when the hair is even too heavy or thick on top. You'll have gravity pull it down so you could get the volume. Right. But I feel like it lasts longer or stays longer when your hair is almost a little finer. Um on top is at least on top, but yeah, they could be, um, that could help too. When you're, when you're, when you're lacking, um, some hair, you're just trying to thicken it up with product and the technique with using the roller that'll kind of help make it look thicker, at least by giving it the volume, you know? Right. Right. Because I, I think the funny thing for me as, as a kid, I wasn't really fond of the volume, but you know, like you said, as we get older, you kind of realize like, Hey, you know, just just the illusion of it makes your hair look different, and and it does so much for the style. Right, right. I mean, for, like I said, trends change. Everybody, I think, oh God, it's got to be about fifteen years ago, I think, give or take, before blowouts came popular in their salons. So many different chains. A woman that started the uh, the dry bar. She's since sold, but you know, there's chains of the word. They just blow out hair. They don't do color or cutting. Um, but prior to that, everybody had part down the middle, flat, uh, you know, kind of hair. But now, I mean, you get all kinds of bond textures and fullness and you can play, you know, not pin straight hair is like, I think 
is, is I feel like it's boring, even though it was kind of in and these teenagers are kind of doing it. I just still feel it's fun to play with texture and get, you know, volume wave curl flippiness, some, you know, something going on other than right, boring, right, boring right. flat, straight hair. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and the other thing is, I think one of the things that people don't realize is the texture of your hair also makes the color of hair look different. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. I actually just got highlights on, um, when was it? Wednesday. Let's say today's Friday. Yep. Two days ago. And I was telling her, you know, I wanted it a little bit chunkier and being my hair is fine. She was afraid it was going to look too tiger stripey. So yeah, definitely. Um, with, uh, different textures makes a big difference with the way you might color here, the way you might style here, the way you might part here, products that you use. You got to take all that in consideration when styling hair, you know, whether even a hairdresser doing a cut or styling or, you know, and, or even just people at home make with the most with what you have, you know, make it work for you. Cause you could always, there's so many things out there that uh, can help you achieve a look you need. I mean, there's you know, so many tools, so many wet lines, products, you could kind of like, uh, I always tell people cheat your way into a salon blowout because um, even as a hairdresser, you know, sometimes it's, it's harder to, it's hard to manipulate a round brush on the back of your head. Um, but it's easier with rollers because you're just, you know, grabbing a section and then just wrapping it where when you're blow drying it, I mean, you could section it off, but you're not seeing like it coming in and out of the dryer. You're not seeing, I mean, with in and out with the brush how you're placing it if you, if that makes any sense right it does it does yeah yeah wow so mina it has been amazing having you tell everyone where they can find your classy curlers so class it's classiccurl.com and it's one word spelled c-l-a-s-s-i-c -S -S like classic and then url so there's like one c to connect the classic and the curl. So classiccurl.com. And that's awesome. where you can, yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much. And thank you for sharing a lot of your expertise. And ladies, at least we found, and gentlemen, at least we found out what the middle of our heads is called. We can stop calling it the crown. We can now call it the mohawk section. Yeah, <laughs> it was nice talking to you. Hopefully, we can meet up someday. I like to come down there, uh, come down and visit you one day. So let me That'd know. That'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. And then we can actually do an interview in person on video. That'd be great. Sounds great. Okay. So if you've been looking for the amazing roller set, or looking to give your hair more volume, or even just looking to try something different, definitely check out the classic curl. And of course, Mina's information will be in the show notes so you won't miss a thing. But as always, guys, be good to yourselves, be good to each other, and happy shopping.